Agencies across government are tasked with accelerating the development of mission-critical systems. We'll be presenting a series of podcasts throughout the year with federal executives and program managers to discuss what types of technology they're implementing and how to minimize inefficiencies and improve productivity to power technology modernization. Today's low-code episode is sponsored by Appian. Here's your host, Tom Temin. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guests today are Ben Allen, he's Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian, and Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner, Chief of Contracting Business Systems for the U.S. Air Force. We're going to do this in three segments, and in the first segment, we're going to be talking with Ben Allen about some of the solutions that Appian offers in federal modernization. And Ben, modernization is the word on everybody's lips, including the military. There's now a data strategy pursuant to digital modernization pretty much everywhere you look modernization is what's happening. Talk about what some of the solutions, approaches that you offer at Appian that might contribute to this idea of moving the government forward to the next generation of tech. Yeah, yeah you're right. Everyone's talking about modernization. And I think the Appian platform is perfect for that because it offers so many different capabilities in one application, full stack automation. And that's really appealing to acquisition because acquisition is really complex. It's, it's a lot of process, you know, thousands of pages of regulations from the FAR and the DFARS. But then as you, you peel that onion back, it's a lot of different participants. So you program office, contracting office, legal policy, all these different people have roles in the application. And then it's, it's data and complex data, either structured data or unstructured data and system integrations where you need to push and pull that data to all these different places. And then layer on top of that, some of the new emerging technologies like AI and RPA. And with Appian, you're able to, to address all of those different areas on one platform to help automate these procurement processes, to help move things faster, to integrate, to reduce that swivel chairing between uh, different systems as an acquisition professional is doing their jobs. So I think that's why Appian has been so appealing to some of our customers in the modernization of their acquisition systems. And if you look at an acquisition system or any major you know, government-wide or agency-wide application, you've got several parts to it. One, you've got the logic that is built into what the application is supposed to be doing. Then you've got the data. And traditionally, the data and the application and the old systems, the legacy systems were one and the same. And you kind of had a bolted together situation. And then you have now where applications and data are separated, you have to have this integrative utility layer, if you will, so that the application knows what data to call on to do the processing and give the result that the user is wanting. So how do you respond to that type of challenge where you've got three almost separate layers now, as opposed to one integrated legacy system where you need to preserve the logic, but maybe change it because of changing requirements or uh, legal definitions and so on. And then you've got various data sources that are always changing and then that utility layer in between. That's correct. Uh, the, the old legacy COTS applications really struggled with that because there was this need to, to bring all the data into their system. And once you do that, the data often becomes stale and the acquisition system isn't the authoritative source for all data. It's a small subset of data that makes up the entire process. Um, with the Appian platform, we have the ability to integrate with other systems and you can leave that data in place. You don't have to pull it in and store it natively in our database but to the user who's coming into the application, let's say they need to view a requirement, it's a single pane 
of all the information about that requirement. And it doesn't matter where that information is coming from. So it could be information they've entered and we've sourced in our system displayed back to them. It could be finance data that now we've gone out in real time to the finance system, pulled back the information about the commitments and the obligations for this particular requirement so we can display it in real time. It could be vendor information and that's integrating back into familiar systems like SAM where we can pull in all their registration information, their reps and certs but all within one application. Because what we're trying to eliminate is the, the users having to go all over the place to find the authoritative source. They should really have one central interface that they can see all the data as it pertains to a given requirement or solicitation or award. So it's really the, the integration behind the scenes and the platform that enables us to do that. Well, let's start with what a modernized and automated acquisition system ideally looks like. Yeah, so I think from the user's perspective, it's, um, it's one interface and it's not having to go to all the different interfaces. So for a modernized system, as a user, I wanna come in and I wanna see just the data that pertains to me without having to search for it. So when I'm looking for my award, I wanna be able to very seamlessly search for it, find the award and be presented back just the information that I should see. And then from there, I wanna be able to accomplish actions in the system without having to go into other systems. And that could be, you know, bringing clauses back in or doing a vendor check or doing vendor, you know, responsibility determination all within the application and then have the data as it flows from one aspect requirement, solicitation or award, have it flow through those processes in ways that I'm not rekeying information over and over again and that the system is helping me create these documents. So if I've entered something once or I've made a decision about my acquisition path, the system should know that and respond accordingly or it should prompt me with helpful information. So if I'm buying something that we already have in a definite delivery vehicle that's been created for it, I might not know that, but the system does. And I would like for when I'm creating my requirement and just developing my acquisition plan for the system to say, hey, I see what you're buying and we actually have something that you might be interested in. It's not gonna force my hand, but it's gonna provide me with relevant information and let me make the decision about where I should go next. All right, so you've described you know, a way of integrating with some intelligence multiple systems that people look at now. And we all know the stories of people having multiple screens and there is actually some rekeying that goes on even in this day and age. You can't even cut and paste in some of these green screen applications. So what is the process and how does Appian help people get to that single pane when you have multiple legacy applications with their own Lord knows what code behind them? Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've seen a lot of them. It's, it's almost like uh, I've been a historian of old systems and integrations. I've worked with some customers that, as you said, they have green screen. They're still using COBOL. They're still employing COBOL professionals to maintain these systems that are running behind the scenes in the background and probably, frankly, will continue to run in the background for, for a number of years. And those systems, you can't just readily say, hey, there's a web service. There's an API that I'm going to integrate with, and I'll just pull your data in and show it to you. You have to begin using additional capabilities like RPA, robotic process automation, and be able to have the robot go in and maybe push some data to that old green screen and then pull back some data from that green screen and then show it to the user. But at the end of the day, the user should still be none the wiser. They don't need to know that it was a robot doing it or an API web service type integration. All they know is, is that data that I needed from that other system was either pushed into that system or pulled back and presented to me in my interface. And you can create this with low code situations? 
you can. And it's not just low code, but it's a low code platform that has those other capabilities built into it like RPA. So Appian has RPA built into our application stack. So if you need to use RPA to integrate with another system, use that. If that system is modern and has API calls, use that instead. It's about using the right tool for the right integration and bringing that data to the user. All right, and uh, it can be done by the staff that we have now at the agency. That's correct. Number of different options for how you create and maintain it. it. It could be a partner that's trained in Appian. It could be your staff that's been trained in Appian. So we have some customers that never have any Appian professional services implementation or partner implementation services. They've just gone through training. They understand how to implement Appian and they've gone forth and they've created their applications. Okay, on that note, we'll take a short break. My guests today are Ben Allen. He's Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian. And in the next segment, we'll hear from Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner, Chief of Contracting Business Systems for the U.S. Air Force. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin. This discussion is Mission-Focused Business Leadership and Acquisition Modernization in the U.S. Air Force, sponsored by Appian here on Federal News Network. Need help accelerating your IT modernization efforts? Look no further. Appian is the leading low-code provider for the federal market, helping agencies simplify application development and leverage existing IT investments to deliver new solutions. Appian's secure, reliable, and scalable FedRAMP certified platform comes with the Appian Guarantee, your solution created and deployed in just eight weeks. Learn more at appian.com slash appian-guarantee. appian.com slash appian-guarantee. Welcome back to our discussion, Mission-Focused Business Leadership and Acquisition Modernization in the U.S. Air Force, sponsored by Appian here on Federal News Network. My guests today are Ben Allen. He's Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian. We heard from him in the first segment. Now we move to Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner, Chief of Contracting Business Systems for the U.S. Air Force. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin. Lieutenant Colonel Wagner, good to have you on. Let's talk about the overarching environment that you are working in here known as mission-focused business leadership. What does that mean in the Air Force and how does that affect your IT development? Thanks, Tom. Mission-focused business leadership is about moving just beyond being a business advisor to uh, the acquisition community and really focusing on providing end-to-end -end business leadership across the entire acquisition program. And what Air Force contracting do, is doing right now is engaged in transformational change with the CONIT system to support the Air Force mission. Contracting officers are turning dollars into fly, fight, and win, and our business systems are helping them do that. As the name implies, a, a contract writing system is exactly that. It's a software that contracting professionals use to prepare and sign contracts. And that might seem simple on the surface, but as Ben mentioned in his segment, it's very complex. And the first reason that's really driving that complexity is our many stakeholder responsibilities that we have. Acquisition is a team sport, and there's a lot of players. There's members of the military that we're ultimately providing goods and services to. There's the contracting workforce who uses our software to prepare those documents. There's the contractors themselves that need readable documents to understand and perform those requirements against. And there's leadership at every level, from the unit level all the way through Congress, that requires timely and accurate data. And we have business partners in finance, legal, engineering, small business, the auditing community, that all rely on quality data and accurate information to make decisions. 
And the other reason that's making this really complex is accountability. And our systems have to be compliant with several regulations and standards. And we focus on two main data standards. The first is the purchase request data standard. That's how we get money into the system. And the second is the procurement data standard, which are specific instructions for how a contract writing system should create a document. So you talked earlier about those APIs and how that uh, data flows between systems. And you need that machine readable language to do that. That's that PDS, the procurement document data standard that helps you do that. And once you, if you look at a, a regular government contract, um, it looks like any other document that you'd see in, in Word. But when you look at that PDS standard document, that looks a lot more like computer code. But importantly, that allows for that data transmission system to system. That allows for traceability, accountability, data mining. And uh, Appian's product has really helped us to organize that and build a good system. So, uh, Using Appian to do that, that commercially available low-code platform um, that they offer us is what ConIT is built on. And that's had success in the private sector, and we use it too. Our program turns about five years old uh, this month from the date we were approved to start, and we went live in 2018. Since then, we've had over 4,000 users come onto the system, and we're at over 100 locations in the operational community. All right, let me ask you a question uh, going back a, a notch here. When a contract is created, you know, federal contracts often have dozens, maybe scores of clauses. Some are boilerplate, some have to be in, some have to not be in. How does the system understand what a specific contract related to a specific purchase has to have in it? And can the system have the intelligence that Ben Allen mentioned earlier to know which pieces you actually need in that particular contract. So I'm glad you asked about that. And this is a major change that we've done with the contract, the ConIT platform. So there is a rule that all new contract writing systems have to use a uh, service called the clause logic service, which takes a lot of the clauses that we have in our federal acquisition regulations and automates through a question and answer session, what needs to be in the, the contract and what doesn't and applies logic uh, to that. What we've done is uh, automate that process as much as possible. So instead of having to go through and, and answer all of those questions with the interview, we can take information that's already in ConIT, automate the answering of those questions, and then streamline the clause logic interface as much as possible to bring those clauses forward into the final document. It's been a, a big uh, organizational change management lift that we've had to do. Um, but it's a, a different way of doing business that will ultimately improve our clauses that we have in the contract. Sounds like you almost have a super intelligent cut and paste clerk that knows what has to go into each one. Well, that's what we're trying to do. And that's to go beyond that. That's really what we're trying to do with our RPA technologies. So uh, Ben mentioned some of the RPA tech that we're leaning into. And we deployed our first uh, Air Force-wide RPA in contracting uh, over the summer. It's had rave reviews and cut down hours and hours of work into just a few minutes to take a standardized uh, a research document and automate that even more. We want to do more of that and do more integration through ConIT. And give us a sense of the range of data sources that might be invoked by the ConIT, con the contract writing system. 
And what do you do with all this acquisition data and how does it get incorporated and become useful and efficient for you? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked about that. So we interface in a variety of federal family of acquisition systems. Uh, SAM was mentioned, um, Wide Area Workflow, um, several others that we have to talk to uh, to move the mission forward for acquisition. But data is an area where ConIT is, is really starting to shine and we're doing a lot of innovation with. So we're always asking the question, you know, what can we do to tip the scales and, and where can we cost effectively modernize? And we're answering that with speed and data. Uh, we're going a lot faster with ConIT and our data uh, technology that we've been able to apply to that is really helping us to, to go fast as well. Now we've had a pandemic going on with everyone working remotely and I imagine that affects the Air Force's contracting staff, which is several tens of thousands of people strong. Can the system accommodate this new age of working, whereas the old monolithic systems maybe not so much? Absolutely. So um, like many agencies, we had to transition very quickly to deal with COVID and uh, transition to telework. So COVID could have slowed us down, but it didn't. And we had to pivot to a tele, that telework environment. But ConIT being a web-based program helped those 4,000 users make that transition very quickly. And we ran the numbers for the 10 weeks before uh, COVID and when we started teleworking and the 10 weeks after. And our user logins actually went up 18% after we transitioned to telework. So both the systems and importantly our workforce uh, we're able to transition very well to continue the, the contracting mission. And so from this web interface, all of that backend work still operates, including the pulling of the data, the pulling of the contract intelligence and the clause intelligence and all of those factors? Yes. And as we're bringing together data, uh, COVID has also created a, a great demand for understanding what we're doing and what we're buying. So, with ConIT, we have thousands of users entering data every single day, and that data has value. And we want to capitalize on that value and use it to make better decisions and save money. So ConIT is allowing our mission-focused business leaders to conduct near real-time research with modernized business tools. That gives us advanced charting, graphing, drill-down capability for our users and our business partners. And our data solutions are also leveraging commercial off-the-shelf technologies that generate great data products and enable that research. So every contract uh, tells a story and we wanna be able to share that story. For COVID, uh, one of the things that we can do is do really uh, close to real-time research. And since everyone's responding to COVID around the Air Force, but uh, different installations are doing different things, if I want to use the keyword of medical services and I type that in, I can see all of my medical services across the Air Force and be able to zero in on the who, what, where, when, and why of why that acquisition happened and how can I leverage and share that and partner um, with those other buying organizations uh, to help other areas out across the Air Force. Good note to take a break on. My guests today are Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner. Chief of Contracting Business Systems for the U.S. Air Force. Earlier, we heard from Ben Allen, Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian. We're going to bring them both back together after this short break. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin. This discussion is mission-focused business leadership and acquisition modernization in the U.S. Air Force. 
sponsored by Appian here on Federal News Network. Need help accelerating your IT modernization efforts? Look no further. Appian is the leading low-code provider for the federal market, helping agencies simplify application development and leverage existing IT investments to deliver new solutions. Appian's secure, reliable, and scalable FedRAMP certified platform comes with the Appian Guarantee, your solution created and deployed in just eight weeks. Learn more at appian.com slash appian-guarantee. appian.com slash appian-guarantee. Welcome back to our discussion, mission-focused business leadership and acquisition modernization for the U.S. Air Force, sponsored by Appian here on Federal News Network. My guests today are Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner, Chief of Contracting Business Systems for the Air Force, and Ben Allen, Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin. And Lieutenant Colonel Wagner, before the break, we were talking about the progress you've made with the Con IT contract writing system that has been redeveloped using Appian tools. Where is it heading? What do you envision for the future of this, uh, this important program? Well, thanks. Yeah, where we're going next is the conversation that we are always having. We develop in an agile manner. So we're not just thinking about the extremely long term. We're asking that question sprint to sprint every three weeks. And right now, our focus is on shutting down legacy systems and modernizing contracting for all of our mission-focused business leaders across the Air Force, especially in the major systems programs. These are large, complex contracts, and they will be challenging to migrate, but we have some really good teams working on it uh, to do a lot of automated to help, automation to help with the migration solutions. These contracts um, are going to involve some special coding and also offer some opportunities to do some advanced uh, modernization work. It's gonna be a lot of work to turn those requirements into code and into a product, but we've done over 70 sprints so far and we plan to do a lot more going forward. Yeah, Ben Allen, that's an important question because every system that is now legacy started out as a brand new system. So maybe is it possible for the government and its contractors to avoid that legacy phenomenon repeating over and over every few years in some manner of continuously updating systems using tools such as yours. Yeah, there definitely is. I think the key is to not have it be hard coded, not that traditional coding, because that's where it becomes very difficult to extend it and then to modernize it. Because oftentimes when you've branched away from that COTS baseline, you're locked out of their next upgrade. With a low code platform, you have your configurations, you can update your configurations at any time. They're backwards compatible as you upgrade the platform itself. And then as the platform upgrades, it's bringing in new capabilities that you can then bring into your uh, processes. As Colonel Wagner was saying, they're releasing in sprints. So when the platform gets upgraded and it has some new capability that can be used in the acquisition cycle, they can begin configuring that for their process. And then within a few sprints, have that in the hands of the user. Because regulations change, laws change, the DFAR may change. These are the kinds of things that need to be coded into systems. And it sounds like you're saying they can be added as logical elements without a lot of coding that then gets stuck as permanent code. That's correct. Acquisition is always evolving and it could just be FAC updates that are happening, you know, every quarter or even more frequently than that, that you need to upgrade within the update within the system. But I think what's also important when you look at being able to change an acquisition system, it's not just responding to the regulations, it's acquisition innovation, from the thought leadership within that community. So Air Force has a new idea about how they'd like to more efficiently procure something. 
if the application isn't flexible enough to implement that change, it's really hard to get the users to be able to do it because they need a system to write it and they need help with the change management of showing them how to do it. But you can now have that idea, that thought, you can put it into the application, you can put it in the hands of the users, they could use it, they can provide feedback and you can tweak it over time. Mark, that sounds like it plays well into the way you describe the sprints, that you don't need this massive systems integration effort every time you need to make a change or add something. Sound, sound about right? It is. So there is a, a significant orchestration that goes into bringing the product through the sprints from the requirements that we have, the modernization, modernization ideas that we can apply to that and getting it into the product. It's really not about taking a paper process and digitizing it into a platform. It's really about thinking, how can we do business differently? So for example, as I'm writing a contract line item for years, I've always opened up a screen. It's got fields. I start typing into it. What can I do that's better? What can I do that's more efficient and modernized? I can use Excel create a Excel file of contract line items, hit upload, and my clean design goes right into the uh, contract document. That gives me a more uh, familiar and easier way to replicate and cut down some of the steps of the process uh, for that element of that part of the workload. We want to do that throughout the product and really challenge ourselves for how can we really do the modernization piece of it and move things forward even better. And the Con IT program is clearly a signature development at the Air Force. Is this applicable across government? Because everybody writes contracts. How can we get this expanded, Ben? Yeah, definitely is. And we're seeing that interest from other DOD as well as federal civilian customers to see and take what Con IT has done, implement it in their organization as well. I think at a high level, acquisition in the process is really similar. It's once you get a little bit lower level where there are some differences and with the low code platform, you can take what Con IT has done and then you can make those changes in the low code platform to fit your organization and its specific mission. Yeah, Mark, you must get a lot of people coming through taking a look at this from other components within the Defense Department or maybe even beyond the Defense Department. So we have had a, a lot of interest from around the, the Department of Defense and uh, as well as the Fourth Estate and some other agencies that are, are curious and, and asking what we're up to. And we're happy to share and, and talk about the program and what we've done so far. Uh, it's really uh, about how we work as a team uh, across the acquisition community and work with our development teams to move everything forward. And by the way, how well did it perform at the end of the fiscal year? Because that's always a crunch for the contracting community. It is a crunch for the contracting community. September is always a stressful month. Uh, for the contracting community. And this year it went really well. Uh, ConIT processed over 57,000 contract actions last fiscal year, with a little over 20% of that happening in the month of September. Uh, so we were busy. Uh, we obligated over $15 billion at our operational offices. And when we expand to the systems communities, um, that will go up even more as we sunset those legacy systems. 2019 was our first end of year that we did with Con IT. Uh, we did have some issues. We found some bugs, um, but we were able to get that through development, uh, get those uh, requirements over to the teams, and they worked through that, and it culminated in a really successful execution for 2020. 
All right, so Ben, final question to you. This sounds like something that's not just simply modernizing code, but really modernizing thinking and modernizing in the digital sense, the efficiencies that people really wanna get so that they are not in the legacy systems anymore. That's correct. It's, it's not just the system, it's the way of thinking, it's a way of doing business and it's their expectations for the system. I think for so long, users have just been using an application as the way the application told them they had to use it. And I think now what we're seeing is the ability to provide feedback and see those changes and watch the system modernize as all the technology around you modernizes as well. So you no longer feel left out when you look at your phone and all the great things it can do. And then you go back to your computer and you use a 15 year old technology to write a contract. We now have a system that can keep up with that. Okay, great place to end. I want to thank today's guests. Ben Allen is Director of Federal Acquisition Solutions at Appian. Lieutenant Colonel Mark Wagner, Chief of Contracting Business Systems at the U.S. Air Force. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin. You've been listening to Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Appian. Thank you for listening to the Low Code episode, sponsored by Appian on Federal News Network.